Um, yeah. So Ryan, can you can you count down the uh, American pies? There's nine of them. Amer- American pie. There's how many? <laughs> well, okay. if, if I'm, you I'm count the American Pie Presents spinoffs, of which there are five, um, and there are four canonical um, American okay, I'm Pies. I'm going to name them. I'm going to I'm going to name them. Do you want me to count? Yeah, do the yeah. countdown by naming yeah, all nine of them? There's American Pie. There's American Pie. The college years. American Wedding. American uh, Rules Soccer. Um, American American American. Damn, I wish I was being funnier right now. Uh, American Pie 6 through 9. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. Hello and welcome to the SSEU podcast. Uh, I am Thomas, as usual, here with Ryan and Chris. Uh, Ryan, we are really glad that you are here. I understand that you have been having some blower motor problems, and so I wasn't sure if you were actually going to make it on time. Um, How's the blower motor? um, You know, I don't know if that's like um, some... No, I'm not going to make that. That wouldn't be... Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, a... uh, what was uh, the joke you weren't going to make? Please, can you just tell us? We can have Thomas cut it out later. But I really oh, he, only if he cuts it out. I was just going to. I was going to say. I don't know if that's. Uh, I was going to say like something. I would really don't appreciate your <laughs> that way. Um, <laughs> and then I'd, I'm not going to do that. I wouldn't want that out there. Uh, I have a comedian spirit. I can't help it. But your blower motor um, is fixed. No, no, it's not fixed. Um, I Did you think try tomorrow, jamming I think tomorrow? the wrong amp fuse into it i took i took apart a box fan because i was like oh with blower motor it just needs yeah. a it's just a fan motor so i took apart a box fan duct taped that to the outside of the furnace and flipped it back on it started making this really high-pitched squeal and like um like made a cracking noise i think All it's, good stuff i think it didn't work well i yeah, mean yeah, like so you can just it's, essentially supercharge I've, your ac by just jamming in fuses that are like twice yes yeah, because that's, that's what the guy did last time. He he because last time the AC went out, it was well, I don't think he really did a great job diagnosing the issues, well, the, but the, the, um, there's there's only like a two finger difference between three and five. <laughs> you can just two uh, fingers. Yeah. It's okay. All right. <laughs> I would appreciate it if you cut that too. <laughs> Just bleep the whole thing. We're just we're just gonna have like uh, a whole show of clips that like (laughs) we're like uh, of jokes that we made that are just I don't want this out there, but I do want to make it because I mostly just care about making you laugh. (laughs) Exactly, Ryan. You you're the one this week, right? That shared the parody ad for the it was like the finger banger or something. Like oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, because some people thought it was real. I mean, it's from a sketch show because you can see in the corner. Like they when they when they 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 screen grabbed it or they recorded the ad or the video, they kind of cut off half of like Comedy Central. Maybe I, I don't know what sketch shows that <laughs> like, let's from, see if we can but, fit three but, fingers. Yeah, it's, and the one girl's it's, like, it's, no, and no, sometimes <laughs> two is enough. It's these teenagers like eating these. I don't even know what they are. There's like these chicken fingers and they're dipping them and they're called finger bangers. <laughs> and they're the, these teenagers are like, uh, oh, I love finger banging. Or Chris, maybe you have something to share that I won't have to bleep. 
I understand that you have started a new habit of making friends, Asian friends. Thomas, that's your habit. Yeah. No, Chris has picked this up. I thought that's why you buy bought a Kia, because you're like, cool stuff. Well, you're going to have to remind me what why, you're trying to get me to say. We literally talked about this yesterday. You have started to reply to random text messages oh, from Asian people. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, so Ryan and Ben, do you guys get like these weird scam texts? Yeah, that that mm -hmm. just began oddly, like using obviously the wrong name. I've just decided to run with it. Like, hey, yes. I want to pretend to be this person. They've decided I'm Mr. Mike or Vane was the one guy's name, V-A-Y-N-E. And I'm like, that's who I am. Let's do this. And <laughs> yes. and then they're like, oh, I'm sorry. My assistant made a mistake. Uh, this is the wrong, you know. And I'm like, no. This is the right number. Like this, this is me. It's, it's me. <laughs> what do you need? Let's let me help you. And uh, begin to have um, just you can have the most fun conversations with these people. Uh, so I would encourage everyone to hey, I mean they're they're trying to to scam us out of money. Let's scam them out of time. And you know what? It's it's kind of fun. You know, watching them yeah. be confused. Do you guys have texts that are like pretending to be like Amazon or something like that? Mm. Yes. Like, oh, your package could not be delivered, but it's from right. like and, Amazon and, and, 4883629. Right. So I got one yeah. recently that was from, uh, it was US hyphen government. <laughs> right. yeah, they screwed up, but that's fine. It's yeah. it's legit though. What what did they want? When, um, <clears throat> I did. I I didn't even look. I, that was like the name it came under, and I didn't. Look didn't, you, didn't, you, didn't you didn't you didn't click you didn't click the link and get fished. When you, I mean, yes, I know you knew it was a uh, fishing, but still, it could have been fun. I mean, yeah. for the for the bit, yeah. Could have, I mean, I did not do it for the know. bit. Well, like my last job when I had I had that work cell phone that apparently that company didn't like get new numbers anytime they you know someone quit and they would just give somebody else that phone uh, with the number, and so I was constantly getting texts from the friends of the guy who had worked there before and had that number before. So at some point I just started talking to them. Yeah, sometimes please, I would tell please. them and sometimes I would Which company was this? Uh, was this We Do Trash or was this uh, Quick It was Treat? We Do Trash. Okay. Yeah, uh, it, it happened with both. Both companies that happened. I uh, hope you had fun yeah, with we, that. We Do Trash. Yeah. I did. Speaking of We Do Trash, I don't think I've ever read the Glassdoor review that I left for We Do Trash that is still up. Uh, never for their... read the review that you left. <laughs> Here is yeah, we mine. should not have started talking about this in reference to me. Ryan is the one who has the most fun on the internet. Uh, ben, I don't so, even know if you ever heard like his next I, door. Like you <laughs> used to spend hours a week on next door. This is a cable box thing, is it? I I put down I put for salary I put that they paid me as a district manager two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> I hope people are going in asking for that. Pros: their partnership with Davis Brand Flushers. You get heavily discounted flusher handles twice a year cons the flusher handles are huge they would never fit on a normal toilet <laughs> advice bigger toilets <laughs> that's, that's still do you have a service in the u.s where you can you can give them your number and you're blocked from all of their like the scam calls the, the yeah facebook people? well Take is block? there like one from i think there is one like a an actual like government one that you can um right. join isn't there i don't yeah there's the do I, not call I, I, list I but it's it hasn't i think that's for like telemarketers and it doesn't i don't think it really works for like text uh, yeah i thought spams. that they had updated it for one for with cell phones for 
for for cell phone scams. Jim would know. I'm probably not. It's probably Stop getting messages probably from the my app, pillow guy because I, I, I would appreciate that. Yeah, unsubscribe to his newsletter. My, my email. Email. Stop writing stop to buying, him. Stop buying pillows. <laughs> stop, stop, stop donating to the Stop the Steal campaign, Chris. He has quite diversified his business idea, hasn't he? It's not just pillows anymore. Isn't it's it? Also also... <laughs> <laughs> it's also insurrection. Yeah, two... it didn't. He did. He did. Do, come out with with something, some other product. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I feel like. All right. Uh, I I want to move on to Ben, who who after all is our guest. Uh, ben, mm. I understand that you are back at the bulwark. Uh, I never left. Or, I never left the bulwark. You never left. <laughs> no. Okay. Mm. You, ben, okay. I understand that you You're are going at with the that. bulwark. The editor of the bulwark is Jonathan V. Last, right? Yeah. And you are the senior editor of the one bulwark. of two. Oh wow. So, so now you're the boss. You're the boss. Uh, congratulations. I didn't know that you got that. Uh, that's very cool. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's very big of JVL to promote you above him. We all had a big meeting Selfless. and JVL said, uh, you know, it's going to be some changes around here. And what I really need are you and Jim telling me what to do <laughs> with my day. And uh, so Jim and I, you know, we have a big meeting every morning where we decide basically our whole job is what are we going to tell JVL to do today? <laughs> and um, I, I'm not going to lie. It was contentious because, you know, Jim and I don't always agree. And uh, mm. basically what we've decided is, uh, you know, we trade off. So one day. Oh, that's smart. One day Jim will get to tell him what to do. One day I get to tell him what to do. And uh, Jim said, you got to move to New Jersey. And I got to say, that really screwed me. That really screwed me because uh, that was not part of my plans. And I, it was a late night for me. But, you know, it's important oh. work and someone's got to do it. That, it's a good prank, though. You have to move to New Jersey. <laughs> like, right. and, and JVL was so, I mean, he didn't, like, it didn't really dawn on him. He's like, oh, okay, for how long? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of JVL, well, two things about JVL. The first is that apparently uh, his uh, lovely ghostwriting wife has put up a basketball hoop on in their front yard uh, today uh, as a surprise. Yeah, in the front I, yard. I'm in, not sure if he's aware of it. In the well, yard. I, Straight I in the grass. Yeah. Well, on the driveway. Flower. Hey, yeah. Don't on knock it. That's how I, I grew up with a basketball goal in our backyard over grass. On grass. So. I would pay Shannon a considerable amount of money to surprise JVL with a permanent house installation. (laughs) That was the second most cost-effective option. (laughs) The the other thing is JVL has been caught on camera wearing Bluetooth headphones while recording a podcast. It's a no-no. He didn't hear anything that anyone said. Like he he got it. Well, no, he's hearing it now. There's a delay. So now he's hearing what they said. (laughs) The editors have just so much work to do whenever he's on a podcast, the bulwark. They got to, you know, take his sound and match it up to make it seem like he's hearing everything at the same time. But, you know, it's worth it. I mean, not to be tied to the to the computer. Oh, uh, but but Ben, since you're an editor, I I have to ask. So when when you do the the show together with Rich and, and Charlie and whoever else is on, is that fun? Do you like MBD? it? No. No. <laughs> no. Tell, yeah. us, tell us more about Baseball Crank. Tell, I want to hear the behind the scenes stuff, Ben. I don't actually think I've ever heard that man's voice. Uh, yeah, I have either. I can. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard it. Is he an editor? Is he on yeah. a podcast? I don't know. Sorry, I can't add to the I, joke. I, I, we shouldn't. I don't listen to NR. Yeah, I don't listen to any NR podcasts anymore. So Before we, we move on to all of the stuff you guys have, we are a food podcast. And today we have Food Show and Tell, 
uh, we already started in uh, during foreplay where uh, we we talked about this beloved orange liquid the soup that you're drinking cold right? out of right? a water glass right yep and and, and Ryan's now, wife made it at Tyler's store and now we are going to talk about a Swedish delicacy that is known worldwide it it is not rotten herring because i don't touch that stuff but but this is crisp bread onto which i have put Callous caviar. So what you've done is you've taken a, a stone wheat thin and sprayed some cheese whiz on it. No, no, no. This is callous caviar. It, it's known it, as a it, Philadelphia it, breakfast. It is. <laughs> caviar uh, in a tube? Yeah. Uh, it's made out of salted cod roe. And, and roe is what? Eggs. Fish, fish eggs. Fish, fish eggs. Okay. Well, I, I didn't. No, okay. I, I assumed it was the male component. Like it was Swedish and perverted. So. I mean, things are kind of backwards there. They haven't gotten sushi in uh, South Dakota yet. <laughs> Not in a tube. <laughs> a tube. Yeah, I didn't know anybody had sushi in a tube. This might be the next big thing. <laughs> I think I'm going to be sick. I'm, gonna, mm. I'm definitely going to be sick. That looks mm. disgusting. Oh, this doesn't look happy. You're he looks like he's pretending to be happy. Yeah. It's oh, so good. He does not oh, look God, like he's enjoying this. this. Great. Oh you yeah, get, clo- more, get closer to the mic while you're chewing. Hold up uh, that that tube uh, of uh, this, fish this, this is... of fish cream again. Let's um let's yeah. get a screenshot of that. Yeah. Here you go. So 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 this is this is uh, Kale. Kale is obviously a Swede. I was just uh, gonna make that. I was just gonna make that joke. Look how happy he is. Uh, 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 as you can see, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he asked, just like I do, crisp bread. Uh, he has put some eggs on his to get it together with the codro. It's so good. Thomas, you know who you can tell he's a Swede and not a Finn? Uh, do tell. He's saying something. Actually, I think he's trying it, to put it in his mouth. He's not actually trying is, to say it. No, isn't there is text crisp, next is to him? Is crisp bread the same thing as stale bread? It says something about sustainable fishing and a living sea, which is why you kill the fish, I guess. Just the maybe eggs. you don't. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you don't have to kill them. You just you harvest their eggs. Uh, anyway, Chris, you have some headlines. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this in silence now. I do have some headlines. Yeah. Old friend Taylor Lautner showed up in the headlines uh, a week ago. There's an article. Is he coming back? Is he coming back? He's going to act again. He's going to don't, don't call it, it a comeback. Okay. Uh, the uh, the article is called "Introducing the Taylors Lautner." Did Chris actor... freeze or did I freeze? Nope. I was just letting that sink in. Okay. <laughs> the actor and his future wife aren't the first couple to share a full name. Science and the couples themselves have answers for why. Um, the idea is that he um, got engaged to a woman named Taylor. What is her last name? Doesn't matter. Also Lautner. Taylor Dome. But she said, I'm going to take his name so that we can both be called Taylor Lautner. There's a whole article on it and the psychology of that. Um, with that in mind, I've got another headline. No, hang on. So okay. I saw I saw this. Sure. Uh, and the thing I found really so I, I, I don't care if they're called Taylor or Francis or whatever the name is, but they had some sort of Instagram photo and with a hashtag and they were standing in front of and there was some greenery, some shrubbery, and they had a sign there where it said the Lautner wedding or something like that. And the hashtag too was the Lautner wedding. Why is it the hashtag the Taylor wedding? Why doesn't it say the Taylor wedding? Unlike the greenery behind them. Are they amateurs? Can't they do anything right? Anyway. You have to read farther down the article. He's changing his name to Haberdasher. <laughs> <laughs> the other article I have is um, twins who married twins 
share how their sons are genetically brothers as well as cousins. And it, it goes on to describe how there are 300 of these families in the world where twins, um, identical twins, married identical twins, and they had babies at the same time. We're raising the kids together. So it just feels like one family unit. Oh, so they're foursome, definitely Swedish. Foursome who are well-known on Instagram even share a home and a bank account. <laughs> well, sharing a bank account, that's unusual for married couples. Well, maybe with other married couples. Yeah, uh, My head hurts. Um, Brittany and Brianna met Josh and Jeremy at a festival for twins, which is a thing apparently, <laughs> in 2017. <laughs> and following a whirlwind romance, the men both proposed six months later. How did they choose? Who's to say they did? You said there may be like a life swap, wife swap thing going on every every few weeks. Like, I mean, keeps it interesting. There's only one it's bowl like of keys a, in that household. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be confusing the, if you have a key. The girls party. are doing a, like... a prestige on them. <laughs> yes. There were 15 more sets of twins on the guest list. They aired a TLC special called Our Twin Sane Wedding. Well, that's a good. What's that? What's, what's the what's it called when you combine words like that? Portmanteau. Port, portmanteau. Portmanteau. Yes. Oh, I've been meaning to it. <laughs> they uh, they married clumsy portmanteau in you guessed it Twinsburg, Ohio, <laughs> in August 2018, wearing identical dresses, and they broke the news of their shared pregnancies in August 2020 with a Baywatch themed photo shoot. Did they get did, did they get pregnant at the same time? Why can't these did, people just did, go over to Ukraine and just like just send them to Ukraine to, <laughs> to fight? I mean, are twins more effective fighters? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying they're probably going to die, but let them let their death possibly be for something. Oh, I thought it was like a psychological weapon. I could have sworn I shot that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> it's a the long time. They need to start. They need to start, <laughs> they need to start. They need to start going after ten, twins. We're, we're, twins. we're, we're gaslighting you, the Russians. <laughs> one of you are going to die because um, otherwise it's not going to work. <laughs> but we're going to make them think that they're ghosts. We're going to prestige them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, here's a great quote. I love this. Jer- Josh and Jeremy had vowed to each other that they would only ever marry another set of twins. Here's the quote. Me and Josh always knew we had to find our twins if we were ever going to get married. We told each other that we'll never be able to unless we find a set of twins we could fall in love with and marry. That's nice that love was part of the choice to, to marry twins. <laughs> I mean, just I mean, it's a beautiful it was, story. It was down just, the list. It wasn't just, the top, it, but it, it, it's a beautiful story that they fall in love with another set of identical twins. Just think of how likely it is. It's a beautiful story mm-hmm. and, and not forced mm-hmm. at all. It's not great. at all forced. <laughs> and it. now we have a new military strategy for <laughs> gaslighting the That's Russians. Great. I love it. Thought I killed that guy. I think we have to go to an ad break. You want me right. to do the ad? Yeah. You have an ad for us, right? Yeah. Um. Um, I think I did. I text you guys the copy for the ad. Um, I'll I'll get it next time. I think like um. Oh, I had my phone restored from a previous update, and it uh, was before I wrote the ad. So you sent uh, me a GIF. Patton Oswalt was that the ad? It's not <laughs> a GIF. <laughs> You're it's right. It's ad. a GIF. I'm sorry. Uh, That's the most uh, serious uh, I've uh, ever seen Chris about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I get serious about mispronouncing 
Yeah. R- Ryan, would you install, instead like to talk about Helltown? Yes, I did forget about this one, but then when I was looking through our... Well, it's not really as much about Helltown as it is about oh my the gosh. idea that... Oh, my gosh. Was... Oh, God. No. No. What did he do? No, Thomas! <laughs> did he squirt that into his mouth? Yes. Indeed, he did. This, this is really good. Hang on. Oh, my no. gosh. Like, hold it in his open mouth. No. I understand why this, this is, is like, so popular. This is like Anne on Arrested. She calls it a man egg. Uh, <laughs> Arrested of Anvil. Her? This is, this Her? is great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it over here. But this is great. Um, I don't know. Go Thomas, on. So you you interrupted his flow. I got, I got, um, you know, I have oh, tons there of was, there was audible credits into my mouth. I have tons of audible credits, and so sometimes <laughs> I go into, um, just sometimes I just pick a book at random just because it seems kind of interesting. So, uh, this was a few weeks ago. I decided I was going to listen to a book called Helltown. Um, is written by Casey Sherman. It's the untold story of the, uh, of a serial killer on Cape Cod. And like the uh, the introduction to it, or is just like what you're you're muted. You are muted. Uh, I have a question. While he unmutes, um, speaking of Helltown, how many days in a row has Austin been over a hundred degrees? We broke the streak. Ninety-seven days. We did. We did ninety-seven days. People can figure out when we're recording. (laughs) Damn it. Well, we we I'm okay, sure we started. Still another, know I'm what sure we started year. another streak. So, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, but question, question. No. I'm unmuted. Where's Cape Cod? Massachusetts. Uh, is that Boston or is that that's where they <laughs> shot that um that enough like basketball movie? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's in Southern California. <laughs> okay, very good. Carry on. And, and so, like the whole thing, the guys like presenting the book is just like, oh, you've heard about Charlie Manson. Um, this was around the same time, but for some reason, no one's heard of this Cape Cod serial killer. And the serial killer's name was uh, Tony Costa. The book is in true crime. I listened to the whole thing. I think almost I think it was like one day and it was pretty interesting. And, and the whole time I'm thinking like because he has like all kinds of detailed information about these uh, conversations that took place about like wh- the killer, like he had a lot of um info on what the killer's thought process was and what uh, what he was doing and then because part of the, one of the two of the characters in the book are um uh, one of them is Kurt Vonnegut uh, because Kurt Vonnegut wrote about the killings at the time and Kurt Vonnegut's daughter knew this uh this guy this Tony Costa Kurt Vonnegut kind of played up the fact that oh it could have been my daughter I'm like wondering about his reporting the whole time as I'm listening to this. And then at the very end of the book, after it's over the epilogue, he just goes into this whole thing about how, well, now I did take a lot of liberties and I kind of, I took inspiration from Kurt, uh, Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse Five. He kind of blended fiction and, and, and fact together to make a great story. So that's kind of what I've done here. And I'm just like, what? The whole time, like he's got all this detail and all this stuff and he fucking, he made it up. He's just like, all the stuff with the killer, what he was thinking, the the conversations people had, all that's made up. Slaughterhouse so, Five was not fucking. It wasn't presented as you know a true story. He fucking goes to space for whatever. People didn't think the entire time that right. it, it was. It, it, they were like this. This fucking happened. 
this happened to Kurt Vonnegut? It, yeah, it was pretty clear in, in Slaughterhouse how, Five. What was how did yes, how did this get put in true true crime? True crime, not right. nonfiction, true crime. So I the recent an audible book that was it was just called Communism by Richard Pipes. And I was listening to it <laughs> and it said Audible Kids presents communism <laughs> by richard pipes <laughs> oh my gosh first point pipes well-known uh, kids author uh, what yeah. so right like, one more right. one more thing about oh. this about the because the, the guy how he's like no one's heard this story and it's like it's such an interesting story no it is not an interesting story at all if like if you take out all the stuff he made up because this dude was like a creepy dude that was hanging around cape cod and Literally every time, like right away, the police were like, we're pretty sure it's that guy. <laughs> they like they arrested him. They found tons of evidence. And because like he he ended up with like the car of like two of the girls that were killed, uh, lots of jewelry. And it's just like, yeah, uh, his story was like, yeah. So the girls, um, they went to California and they just gave me their car because like I was they were trying to buy drugs for me and they didn't have enough. So they just gave me their car and then they left. And there's like, without your car and the police didn't buy his story for a second. There was no twists and turns. It was the guy we thought it was the whole time who everyone in the town thought it was who had evidence, who was uh, uh, around all the scene of the scenes of the crimes. Um, it was him. And <laughs> there was the really, so please so really was it the hard. truest crime story. <laughs> I mean, the, the most common crime story. Maybe. I can't believe he sold this. Like, he got paid to, like, spend. Uh, uh, I was, I wanted to throw my phone. Because no, I would have thrown the book, but I didn't have does, the book. Does he claim it's true crime? Like, yes. like he would put it in the true crime section. He, not at just the beginning, audible. in the introduction, he says, like, this is a true story. And okay. like he doesn't in in the in in the introduction, he doesn't give any hint that he's going to be making up like a lot of this uh, it, because like he feels like the way he he like justified it was like, I mean, I, I feel like I was I, I did a lot of research. And so it, it wouldn't be like too far out there for these things to it's possible that these things are taking place because he just like decided that the killer had. um uh, a split personality disorder and so he would have conversations with like in the book like quotes the conversations between the killer and his alter ego and which he just like We're totally made up. he just it was, yes <laughs> like and that was a lot of the book and i should have right. known i i should have realized that he wouldn't have had this info but I had a very similar experience when I bought the autobiography of Malcolm X and opened it up. Alex Healy, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, so uh, the, when Ryan told us about this, my first thought went to there's there's a, a critically acclaimed praised movie. Uh, it's an English movie. You guys probably haven't seen it. It's about soccer. It's called The Damned United. And it might be it like Beckham. Yeah, so that's garbage. This might be the best How soccer movie ever made. It is. It's actually a really good movie. The issue with the movie is, is that who's in that? Uh, Keira Knightley. Did you guys see Invictus? That was bad. Oh God! Did it well, make money? Uh, my, Michael Sheen plays the main character in it. 
okay, I do, I do know what you're talking about. I don't think anyway, I've seen this. Anyway, it's based on a book, also called mm. The Damn United. The thing about the book this, was first, okay, uh, yeah, for a change. And the I thing is that everyone loves this movie, and they also think this is actually what happened. So Brian Clough was this uh, famous, uh, really good English football manager. He get, comes to Leeds United. He's there for, I don't know if it's like 40 or 50 days or something like that. It's a very short period of time before he gets shit, uh, like canned. He's fired. And this also is... Also shit canned. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say shit faced and I realized that didn't sound right. Uh, anyway. Probably that too. What anyway, is a shit can? Who I has mean... canned shit? No, it's not that you can it it's that you shit in the can who does shit this into a can i mean i you don't i i was you not been I, I was storing my farts for three weeks in a home depot bucket before yep. i realized that they all got out because i didn't have a lid for the bucket but so it doesn't surprise me some people can their shit anyway the issue with the damn united and the Keep book it it's based on is that it takes the frame of he's there for 47 days and then it makes everything else up. But people watch it and think it's the real thing that this, uh, he did carry his desk out into the parking lot and sat there to yell at his players or something like that. None of this happened. None of it. And people think it did. And it's really annoying. I feel the same way about Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to talk about what he's saying? I actually that, watched. If you tell me that the that scene with Michael Fassbender was made up, I'm going to have some problems. Hang on, I I just can't believe that that uh, Ben hasn't seen Nomadland and he doesn't know that people poop in buckets. Like I, I'm still astonished at that. Like he's where did that phrase come from? Yeah, a bucket people, and a can are different. Thomas, is uh, it? They can be is synonymous. It, is it David no. Peace that wrote the Damned United book you're talking about? How would I know? Uh, yes, it is. All right. Bet uh, you anything. Ben. It's actually Alex. Seems Healy. like you did know. <laughs> ben, yeah. what have you watched this week? You guys told me to watch Bear, and so I did. For once, I actually once watched something. Wait, what's Bear? Bear is a show on Hulu starring the guy from Shameless about a, a bear. She bear. You you, you bear? watched a bear. You watched so bear. You, were you at the zoo? Bear what? Paddington. Bear. One bear or two. Grills. Oh, he's talking about bear grills. <laughs> he poops so, in cans. I'm sure. He, he, he's he's definitely drinks his pee. He, I'm just. I sorry. Right, come on. It's called the it. bear. Was, it's called was, the bear. The, okay. The bear. It is. Yes. 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 You should just call it bear. It's cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> that was a excellent setup. <laughs> you uh yes okay well yes. done i have zero complaints <laughs> all right we're done that's, that's it bear going home <laughs> no i think like this is uh, the this this show it's so good i i i went into we so we watched it i don't know uh like a month ago i don't know um i'd heard from like people uh so like io adibri um she plays sydney um mm -hmm. and she's on this podcast i listen to all the time uh hollywood handbook which is just a ridiculous improv uh comedy podcast and it's just stupid and insane and she's on that regularly and she's very very funny on it and so that's kind of i was like oh and she's in this and she's like uh, possibly going to win like an Emmy for how good she is in this. And so that's one of the reasons I first wanted to watch it. 
and she she's amazing. I had no idea that she was that great of a uh, dramatic actor on top of how funny she is. Um, yeah, you know what's weird is that it doesn't, it's not, it's, I'm not exactly sure how it's funny. Like, if you ask me, like, is this a funny show? I would say it's like, funny. Yes, like succession kind of is. is funny. It's fun. I think it's funny. Like succession sort is funny. Of. There's not as many like lines. It's, there's like succession is just packed with like great insult lines and stuff yeah. like that. So it's not, it, there's some of that with the cousin. Um, uh, I can't remember his name or the actor's name, Richie, but yes. Um, have you, so how many episodes have you watched Ben? Four or five, something like that. Four I just okay. watched so the you, one where they got all the kids. Cicero. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That is, that's such a, that is such like, a great The reaction of, I'm all right, I'm all right with it. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. job. Right. Keep it up. <laughs> keep, keep it up. <laughs> or I'll, I'll knock, I'll knock 2,500 off your, uh, off your tab. Uh, um, but he's he's like Oliver Platt as as the like family member who's also the gangster that like yeah uh, I'm nice and you know I you owe me money I probably will still send someone to break your legs if you get too far behind. Um, you know, it occurred to me, or just at least that's the matter. That's, like, how is he supposed to make up the money if he has two broken legs? Like, he can't work. That's, that's, like it's just that not, is, that it's like sending bad. someone to debtor's yeah. prison. You know, it does, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm, exactly. Right. Should have thought that through. Um, but uh, so. Holy uh, cow. Did seven... you guys know that Molly Ringwald played the uh, the uh, yes. meeting moderator? Of Al- I did not notice that. Played the what? Yeah, the, who, I, uh-huh. the Al-Anon meeting huge. moderator. Oh, yeah. The I Rose like I have recognized her right away. I, I didn't. Rose did because she watched those. 80s movies breakfast club and whatever the hell else those were i didn't watch any of those so i didn't know but yeah she was like wait is that molly ringwald and i looked up and it was um episode seven the is is their episode that's like their prestige episode because the whole thing is one shot and oh, wow oh they um, 1917 did yeah they did in 1917 that's the episode i i sent you guys the, clip the sequel from where the prequel where <laughs> where Richie gets stabbed and he's like having um, one of the guys like kind of sew up the stab wound. And he's telling him about, he says, he says uh, like, tell me about the factions. And he starts telling the story and he's like, dude, is this Black Hawk down? <laughs> like, yes, this is Black Hawk down. And he's fucking Piven. <laughs> they all say fucking Piven. Which is Question. great. So what, what makes this show so great? What makes it so great is the gratuitous, unnecessary, and beautiful depictions of food. Mm. That is it. This show loves food. It's about people who it love does. food. And there are shots, scenes, uh, little sequences that are not necessary for character development, for setting, for plot, for anything that are just of how incredible the food looks. Everything from like oat cuisine at three Michelin star restaurants to like a sloppy sandwich. I get so hungry watching the show. It's actually. A problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, this is, it is very uh, realistic of what it's like to work in a kitchen as well. Um, like re- it's similar to retail as well, but God, specifically I hope not. Kitchen. Place is filthy. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, uh, I had flashbacks. So in college I had to work in the calf 
um i basically just washed dishes but it 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 was like this it, it was like pretty close it was very were you like fat uh, were you guy like fixing the dishwasher is that is that why you're able to fix blower fans and yeah and yeah i, I air like conditioning i fixed, I fixed, yeah. I fixed the uh, I fixed the dishwasher, which there wasn't a dishwasher. We had a, that was me. So yeah, I fixed myself. Wait, in, hang on. Did you say you built a dishwasher? <laughs> I built a dishwasher. Ryan, would you say um, that Carmi has a singular focus on making great food? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what um, makes him great? I would say he's, I think he is one of those. Yeah. One of those people. I don't, um, I don't know. And I haven't decided like what I think about his, what I think about him yet. I mean, he's likable. You have to watch it a third also, time to get a better maybe. sense. Maybe I'm only, well, I'm only like halfway through the second, the second viewing of it, but I'm going to finish. Now, Joel it. McHale also had a singular focus on yeah, making. That was a, food. that was a great, that was a great bit part. I hope they bring him back for some more in the second. So, he was, so Joel McHale played like, the dickhead chef at like a super nice New York city restaurant. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it, it, or was it, I don't think it was a French laundry. I don't, I don't know where oh, it was. Okay. For some reason, What'd you say? was it, was it French laundry or was it? I thought it was, I thought okay. that was supposed to be French laundry. I could be wrong. I kind of thought sure. that too, but I wasn't sure okay. that I, it's not like I'd be able to tell. No, actually <clears throat> I know that it's not because I'm looking at the Wikipedia page and it says Joel McHale, his character's name is NYC chef. Oh, okay, so that's why that's why like, a guy named Nick before. <laughs> oh my gosh, yep, he's a zennial. His name is Nick, spelled NYC. I am um, looking at he's just, Wikip- Elon Musk is his father, it's not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of food porn, there's um, uh, there's the succession vibe, there's just the the, the mystery dis- around like what what the fuck the brother was doing, yeah. um, running it the way he was, and like, um, and so, so I just clues. I just this started, show- yeah, though the way the story is told is very is it's brilliant, and mm. um, you actually get to see um, the late I forget his name, Mikey John Bernthal plays him, Mikey, Mikey. um, yeah, you John get to Bernthal. see him, but not until like episode six, maybe. Or is so it five, five or six. Yeah, it's five. It's six. It's episode six. Incredibly well is um, have a lot of people yelling at each other. <laughs> like this is a thing that I imagine is actually quite difficult to do. But yeah. the characters spend a it, lot it, of time oh, just right. screaming at each other, but it's somehow like intelligible and like kind of funny, right. but also very stressful. And like it, the, Church, it, that it actually sounds ju- that's the new slogan for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, use that as a drop they got it from us. Intro. Yeah, they're they're they've been they've been listening to the show. Yeah, no, they they're it, it's it's like all and it's all believable. It doesn't seem like it's like you know forced, and it's all like you, you pick all of it up and, and know like what each person is trying to communicate in their like short sentences of screaming at at someone else. And I love that like Sydney's only there because you know she just wants to work with uh, with Carmi. And you know she could be somewhere else. Like Zog, the in the first episode where he's like, "So what the fuck are you doing here?" And she's like, "I know who you are. Um, like you're the best chef yeah. in the United States, and I want to work with you." It would be a pretty good character arc for both of them if, like, he learns to appreciate people and not just food, but they're 
thereby loses his what makes him great so he has to like hand the <laughs> would be. the reins off yeah, to her yeah. and she becomes great but he grows right. in a different way that would be a pretty good he becomes you know, a good he becomes a good manager of people but he's not really like involved in running the kitchen anymore because he's just like right. oh, he's no. running the yeah, business that looks fine. Said in, like, don't the worry first about episode that. anyway but he reestablishes his relationship with his sister and he gets to the bottom of what happened with mikey yeah. and like okay maybe he's like not you know so intent on food anymore but like he pays off his debts and he grows and she grows and everyone's happy i don't think that's what's gonna happen i don't <laughs> yeah that would yeah be- we, haven't, we haven't finished ben and i have not finished yet um we don't know um so it's you know we'll, we'll be feel kind of foolish making predictions but it isn't like when he has to sell his like vintage uh his vintage denim to to, to pay, cover to the more meat. The meat the meat that he yeah. needs yeah and and, that, and, and he that's has to right make a away. different type kind of sandwich because he's like you took the uh, you took the beef out of the oven two hours late. He's like, not two hours late, two hours longer because it's you know whatever. Bone in, so you've got to braise it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was great. And and yeah. then when they try it, and he's like, he's like, yeah, let me let me try. It. He's like, fuck, this is good. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. it's like everyone tasting the food and just being like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, Love that feeling. I know, and I won't, that makes me really want to go to Chicago and get a sandwich. And the music, the music is so good. Um, I knew you're gonna say that. Is John Mayer like the whole reason you watch this? Because John Mayer. Because <laughs> John Mayer. They do have a, a great John Mayer song, but but no, like the, the first that. episode, they have Wilco via Chicago uh, playing underneath, and then like Sufjan Stevens, uh, Chicago. Sufjan, just a soft J. Is it? It's like just. So I, I'm joking, but like Yaz flute, but like it actually, it actually is Sufjan. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think I've heard anybody say it out loud before i'm not a huge I mean, fan of him, but i do know like that song not people go around talking about sufian stevens all the time it's not it like is a, just it's a, not like a shit can people talk you about don't know who i hang out with maybe they do and i cover my ears every time they say it it is just a well told story the way that they piecemeal like give you very little information like you're you're kind of thrown mm-hmm. in and you see just this chaotic kitchen and this guy like selling his vintage jeans to to pay his suppliers so he can like make money for a day um, right. and dig himself yeah. out of this Just hole. Make the day. And like, yeah. we don't know like why he's there or why, like he's got so much anger with um, this cousin of his, who's not actually related to him. And like, he's got a dysfunctional relationship that's, with his sister, great his too. brother, his brother committed suicide. Um, and even um, Sydney um, who like very early on presents to him, like a, like, plans to make the place profitable mm, like right. we find out later that like she like her credit sucks because she launched a business that failed oh and so I'm like she's had yet. to damn oh sorry but she she's had to kind of like she didn't come to this job i'm sorry like she's had to like learn from her own failures anyway so like we see all of this mixed in um of, of like there's also um, there's also this video game that's like you know, the been, ball breaker been pulled oh out of pulled out of other places. Is it a real game or is that is is that just like something they made up? But the scene where the the, the weirdos are all lined out. That's up episode one, I think. Yeah. To get, yeah, yeah. And he's Richie fires the gun in the air. He's like, all right, you incel motherfuckers. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna be weird around any of the regulars. <laughs> Yes. The, the entire time Thomas has been looking at us with his expression that can only mean he did not watch meat it. in between bread. What kind of cake is that? <laughs> you guys just put it in a tube and squirt it in their mouth. <laughs> uh, you guys need to rate the show before we go. Uh, well, okay. I give it. 
the before Ryan gives us like I also need to explain like like why like um Ryan and I, I are big fans of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia one of the similar family of networks that both are available on Hulu is this on FX2 or is it just on Hulu it is like it gives me the FX like logo thing okay. so I don't know what that means and so like what's famous about It's Always Sunny is like they they filmed it with like the worst cameras ever like themselves and it looks terrible this show not only like does the food look gorgeous but like the filming of it for a, a pretty pretty small budget thing it looks great doesn't it right it does yeah the it it really it, it everything is very very carefully shot and like all the shots are you can tell like really really thought out and yeah um, so i give it two hot beef sandwiches another thing it doesn't come with always sunny is that it the way that in a very different way, but Always Sunny really does feel like Philly. The show really does feel like Chicago. Yes, it does. Yes, Even, I mean, the, the actors did an impressive amount of work on their accents. So, you know, it's like, you know. Well, just, Mac is from there. Which one's Mac? Rob. Is that Richie? Rob McElhaney. Mac? No. I'm sorry. He, I'm oh, talking about, I'm talking talking about, about this Bear. show. Oh, I'm about the Bear. Chicago accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I don't you're know right. where Absolutely. Yes. Richie is from, but like at one uh, point someone just yeah, got into the room and was, oh, oh, yeah, 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 I'll be right there, be right there. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's for sure. Bears, yeah. It's everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, isn't, isn't the Chicago accent among the top three most boring accents in the US, though? Uh, I'll have to check the official what rankings. Is a, what is <laughs> the boring, boring accent? What does that mean? Uh, the boring is, it's, the boring it's is a Chicago accent. accent. That's a boring accent. I would think accent. like Midwest has to be like the number one most boring accent if yeah. there's a well, Chicago boring. is a Midwest. Chicago, yeah. right? But Indiana is different than Chicago. So, the, someone, the someone from Minnesota sounds more fun than someone from right. Chicago. Right? Like, watch the movie Fargo and tell me that's a boring accent. Oh, geez, Wade. I thought you just said Midwest was boring. I don't think uh, accents right, are boring. Branded. Fargo is not a Midwestern. Whatever. That's like is. a Minnesota. Isn't? Aren't they doing like Minnesota Northern yeah. accents? More almost Canadian. That's not Midwest. Ooh, is yes. Minnesota the not the Midwest? Uh, the yeah, Midwest. Midwest. Oh, that's how boring the Midwest is. You can like it takes work to pick it out. Like it's uh, what I can't. Ben, I, why are you looking at me like I'm confused? I'm not a crazy person. Ben, write the show. I didn't. I give it 13 pounds of prime Angus beef, three bears and a twink. Thank you for listening. That is all the time we're giving to the show this week. Do subscribe on patreon.com forward slash pod. Email us Slush. at just pod at something. That's all for now. Fix your blower motors. See you next week. Bye.